0: Coke Zero, please, Lucky. Fucking kid thinks I'm joking. (laughs) Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, on this lovely Wednesday night. G'day, mate. Uh, How are are you, Denial? I'm really well, thank you. You're well? Yep. It's it's good, because there's no no crows on this week, so we couldn't have... uh... Couldn't clean up again. (laughs) Offering of $10 at half halftime. Uh, it's good enough for Danny's money. Danny's money, Caesar's money, and our number one supporter, Maddie Elton, also had a... He had got a, on as well. Had a, what do you call him, a green drink voucher? <laughs> he, had a, he had a green drink voucher on at 10, so... Yeah, grey nurse. It's taken a lot of money out of sports bits, uh, pockets, but... Um, I think they're still going okay. I think we were the most hungover men on earth watching that. It's uh Planned a big weekend away, had a, had a really big Friday night, and then Saturday night we ended up watching the second half of the Crows in a dingy little, not dingy, sorry, it's actually a fantastic hotel room, uh, watching uh, St Kilda choke like a baby on a raspberry. And thank you, Thank Lincoln. you, St Kilda, for being so predictably shy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it was a tale of two sides, wasn't it? Like two halves, sorry. Adelaide in the first half didn't even and In, wanna, didn't well, even in particular touch the, the first 20. quarter. First quarter horrendous. Mm. And then managed to There were only five goals down at halftime, wasn't it? Was it five or six?
1: I've got no, I was too hungry to know what it, the score was. Just was
0: ten to one worth. But uh to, to finally we've got one where we've had a ping at half time. We've had many of ping's at, at half time and it's yeah. it's gone real pear shape.
1: I've I haven't had a win like that at uh, in the second half after, or since Petrenko's oh match wow. winner against North Melbourne,
0: the toe poke where he thought instead of picking it up would just go bang. Oh yeah, that game. So that's I reckon Ivy, Ivy might have been a couple months old. The girls were asleep, and I was trying to celebrate while not waking up <laughs> two kids sleeping in the lounge. And I was like, yes.
1: Yes. Oh, in it. in that game, in the third quarter, we were like late in the third quarter, we were going okay. And I went, "Oh, it's worth a bet. I'll see what they're paying." And I had, I think I had a hundred at fives.
0: And we were going okay. Yeah, Are we, we up were fi-
1: five at three quarter time. We were fives at three quarter time. We were down. We're getting getting rolled. Yeah. We were six holes down. you remember we were good odds. Oh no! But late in the third quarter, we yeah. were just. We'd just shown a bit and I thought it's not out of the realms of possibility here. It's worth it's worth <laughs> worth a nibble. Worth, worth a look. And I'm like, we're fives. North Melbourne kicked the first goal of the last quarter. And we went to tens. And I'm like, oh well, I had a hundred at fives, I have to have another hundred at tens, don't I?
0: And for a penny, and for a pound. <laughs> yeah. And Petrenko, Jesus. Goal. Jocks yep. filled, pockets filled. Everything was filled that night. Thank you, North Melbourne. And your predictability. Anyway, while we're talking about that, it is a week past, but uh, it's still in the news because Caroline Wilson um, had her little fair bit to say. The uh, the Queen of Football or Queen of the Harpies, whichever one you want to pick, is football's the, first lady. I think they call her. I fucking hate it when they say that. Anyway, she's football. Do you know who football's first lady should be. Um, the chick off Fox Sports The blonde one She's been on it for 10, 15 years I love her What's her name? Kath <laughs> What's her last name?
1: L- Lachlan or Loken? No, no,
0: no no, The blonde one That's always on like the Sarah. Oh, Jonesy Jessica Jones? No nah.
1: Sarah Sarah Jones, yeah She's yeah. the first lady Nah Fuck off Anyway it has got to be someone better
0: than that Caro's come out and had a fair one, two, how are you, to two St Kilda players who weren't playing.
1: Okay? Mm. So that, all week... Uh, I have a dip at the 22 so shitlikes that did play?
0: Fucking hell, that's what I was going to say. <coughs> oh. You thank, are.
1: Thank you for being so predictable. You're a <laughs> You're a piece
0: of shit. <laughs> Thank and you. And I don't say that lightly. Oh, it's Sam Highak. Yeah, yeah, that's I what just I was talking about it. before. If anyone's watching, go and watch the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard preview.
1: Hitman's Wife Bodyguard.
0: Is that what it said? No. What was it?
1: <laughs> Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Oh, the.
0: Anyway, go on there and you'll see Sam Hayek. She's like a, a good red. It's gotten better with age. Jesus
1: she Christ. She was. She
0: was Ugh. phenomenal twenty years ago. insane. Anyway, back to our story. The 22 players who fucking absolutely shat the bed against the Crows have not even copped, haven't even copped a lashing, haven't even copped a, uh, a hey guys, you were shit. Brett Radden, completely shat on in actual coaching, didn't get a mention. But two guys who weren't even there have been the absolute whipping, what are they called, Is it not whipping boy? Yeah. Whipping boys, yeah. they've been fucking bashed from pillar to post. They didn't even fucking play. Give me a spell.
1: And, and the reasons they
0: didn't play, well, is blokes not play every week this in is, the AFL. This is what Caro doesn't... This is why she was a fuckwit and why she got hammered by a lot of media and past players is... She goes, oh, they decided not to play and the club was disappointed, blah, blah. But if you actually listen, read Seb Ross's statement, he's like, I went home to help, hoping that I could get an exemption, but then yeah. when it blew up a bit more, I couldn't get... He said, I had every intention of playing. He said, I just didn't want to spend five weeks up there, which I think St Kilda have spent... I think they spent two or three weeks away now. But the other
1: thing is... Big deal that someone at St Kilda was disappointed. Big deal that some of their fans have or have not got the right... Anyone can be disappointed, but if you're disappointed, just be fucking disappointed.
0: There's some little whispers going on that has made it to uh, Taro's ears, knowing full well that she'd spit it out on national TV that someone's disappointed with St Kilda.
1: But can't you just be disappointed?
0: Just get over it. It doesn't mean you don't understand. Honestly, people go, oh, those two would have made the difference. Sorry, the 22 didn't make a difference. You think those extra two... No, the whole side was shot to shit and had no fucking heart in that second half against the Crows. I'm sorry, Membry and Ross, I don't believe, would have made a difference because the Crows wanted to win that game. St Kilda wanted to fucking go home.
1: Mm.
0: Let me move on to another incident in that game.
1: Lack of smothering or...?
0: No, um, David McKay being reported when really, oh, I think Hunter should have been reported for headbutting him in the shoulder. Where, where was that? Where, where was Hunter being reported for a stray, f- aggressive charge with his head? The term Michael. duty of care
1: absolutely gives me the shit. Duty of care. Uh, but if you choose to bump, you've got a duty of care not to hit him in the head and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, that stupid cunt's got a duty of care not to put his head there. But that's just the thing. They
0: both just came for the ball. Yeah. It was, never, it was never a bump. No one chose to bump. How you can try and say, oh, who's the, the biggest well, one? Was- how can you choose to bump when the
1: other bloke didn't have the fucking pill? So what else are you meant to uh, do? You can't fucking tackle
0: him. And he didn't bump. He, he ran to get the footy. And he didn't get it and collided with him. He didn't even fucking tuck his arm up. No, hey, he just ran
1: there. I don't know why I'm getting so worked up over something that's already been found not guilty. Yes. (laughs) Like, like, um, what,
0: five days ago? The biggest biggest grievance in the whole thing was the fact that he got sent to the tribunal with no charge. You're going to go to the tribunal and the charges you're going to defend. We're going to make them up during the week. I did actually
1: like the old toothless fucking tiger, the Players Association, (laughs) the Players Union, finally actually made comment on that. They didn't say anything about whether he should or shouldn't get weeks. But they said the process
0: is... Is disgusting. Yeah. The uh, The biggest thing to take out of that is the day after, they said, we will be changing the rules. Sorry, what rule are you going to change? Because he didn't do it. What did he do wrong against the If rule? the same thing happens this week, I'll send it to the tribunal as well. Yeah. Why? To get the same result. Because, once again, no fucking rule was broken. Then David King was on there straight after. Built the, 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 before the tribunal going, this needs to get three or four weeks and set, a, set an example. What's the example? That you can't attack the footy anymore. Like you th- at some point people are going to get hurt in this game because it's a highly physical game are we going start are we going start to in in you reckon rugby is going to stop tackles because guys keep getting hurt when they go to the ground <laughs> oh, he, 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 he hurt his shoulder what? we better we better stop tackles there
1: what about the hawthorne player that got knocked out at training in a boxing drill? Is it Lewis? Mitch Lewis? Yeah. Was he knocked out cold too? I, I, I don't really know. But I did hear... Is Kenneth still the Hawthorne oh, Jeff. Je- oh, Jeff Kennett. Yeah, he's still there, Jeff Kennett. Did ah. you hear what he said about
0: it? He said, oh, he just ducked at the wrong time. <laughs> is that what he right? said?
1: Yeah, basically zigged when he should have zagged. Zigged when he should have z- Who
0: said that? No, that was Clarkson. Oh, said was zig- it? But... Hold on. But Boxing, said, no headgear. Yeah. Nothing. Although Lordo was quick to defend it, saying, oh, you meant to be doing body punches and might have ducked and this and that. Oh, just as we're saying it, that bump's still being played on uh, TV a week later. <laughs> just quietly. Great hit.
1: <laughs> got to feel sorry for the St Kilda bloke, though, like,
0: yeah, but you know what? If he didn't break his jaw, no one would be feeling sorry. He'd just go, oh, tough hit, get up and go. He just happened to break. Apparently he broke his jaw fucking bad too. Yeah, three spots. Yeah. They said technically... He's got nerve damage in his mouth. He broke it there, there, people can't see, and under there. So side, side, and under. And they said the actual jaw bone that had broke had like come apart. Yeah. Like it was detached. And that's where
1: all the, te- all the teeth came out from because that bit of bone that was detached, all
0: those teeth came out. Oh, did he lose a teeth? Yeah. Fuck. This is the thing all week they've been banging on about McKay. No one really knew about how Hunter was until like a few days ago.
1: But what about when your mate David King was, oh, this has to be suspended out of the game. And, and he's saying, you know, he stopped it in the replay. He frees it. And he's like, this is where he just... This is the most important part of the passage play because this is where he decided to go through it. Oh. <laughs> well, what the fuck are you talking about? At, at that stage, uh, Sam Berry was in front of Hunter Clark. What were you, what were you saying about
0: the... Um, they were talking about the decision time of when he had to make the decision to not go in and there was something about the runners that it was like the, the, the time it would have taken him to slow down would have had to have been quicker than any of the 100-metre sprinters after they...
1: Yeah, it was um, since 1984, the margin in the 100-metres, it was less time than the margin in the Olympic 100-metre final in the men's since 1984.
0: That he had to make a decision to yep. pull up. Well... It's not something I don't think we're going to move on from because there's going to be another incident and it's just going to be another player that's going to either be made an example of or we're going to go through all this crap again.
1: There's actually a third person I felt sorry for. Who? Michael Christian.
0: I don't feel sorry for him.
1: There's been people absolutely slating him.
0: He had nothing to do
1: with it. He didn't charge him. (laughs) He said, well, in the parameters I've got... I can't charge him
0: because it's not chargeable. So who sent to the tribunal bloody... Uh, Hocking. Hocking. Cut your head off and put it on the bar, champ.
1: So so Christian said, I cannot grade this. In the parameters I've got to grade, it's ungradable. It
0: did nothing. nothing so then did the, did
1: AF, nothing the AFL went, right, this is going straight at the tribunal and we're grading it as this. Hang on. <laughs> the bloke in charge of grading shit says it's ungradable. <laughs> Yeah. Talk yeah. about fucking rules on the run and rules oh, no on the Oh, no You're
0: not going to do what we want. I'm just going to go over you and completely eliminate your thought process. Anyway, we better move on from that because it's been a week and a half. Lots going on during the week. Um, what about the Woodsman?
1: Got a new interim coach since we spoke last.
0: The wo- who's the Woodsman? Collingwood. Oh, Woodsman. Where'd you fucking pull that from? You just make it up?
1: No, he didn't just make it up.
0: Is it an old...
1: What's with the old bit, mate.
0: Pop <laughs> well, we never fucking heard it. That's for sure. I'm sure what? your dad would have. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know what uh, what uh, Danny's saying. Anyway, the Collingwood, um, the Collingwood, the Woodsman's that you pull them as you call them,
1: or Collingwood, bush, whatever Collier,
0: you want to call them, Collie Wobbles. Um, they they produced a good performance for for him on his last one and. I reckon Buckley would have walked off the field and everyone's saying, geez, how good is this? Uh, great farewell. He'd be going,
1: you where the s- fuck you was in that the last few fucking pieces geez. of <laughs>
0: shit cost me my fucking job because you've finally done what I fucking told you to do and we've gone and had a great game. Where the fuck was that the whole pr- fucking season, you pricks? The media, the. Just the uh, lack of attack oh. from
1: particularly senior players but this in the c- weeks leading this, this, up to it.
0: Buckley going down, is. I, I also think, is a direct correlation to the Maguire shit, the media, everyone that's just been mounting pressure on Buckley. People say, oh, was he tapped? I he's just going, no, nah, I'm going to get off this shit because it's sinking. But this is a side who, last year, beat West Coast over in Perth in the first week of the finals when they were apparently not, to me- not meant to get within 10 goals of them. They've, the year before that... Made a prelim, 19, or a semi again, and the year before was the grand final. They've got a grand final, semi, semi, and this guy's had to fall on his sword after not the best start. They've lost some games, but they've they've lost close games too. They've just lost to Port. Uh, they just lost to Geelong. That They've beaten Melbourne. They beat Richmond. I don't think it was a big loss to Richmond either. Um, and say so he's gone, but uh, Buckley out. Robert Harvey's going to get the longest audition in history.
1: And won't get the job.
0: Don't know. If if I hear this Ross line bullshitting, oh. can I on oh, the radio this morning? Is more dollar under- ninety favorites. The sports well, must know something. But can someone explain to me what he's ever done? This is what he's done. He's come into established sides, yeah, and it's easy to coach them. Yeah, he left St Kilda because he couldn't do a rebuild. Yeah, Frio. They eventually gave him the ask because he can't do a rebuild. I'm sorry, what the fuck's going to happen in Collingwood right now? He ain't walking into a top eight side. And and not only that. That's a savage rebuild coming up there too.
1: But it's not. It's going to be worse than Carlton.
0: What do you mean? Well, they've got no picks. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a savage well, rebuild. They've-, <laughs> they've got no... Bre- and they've got a- their, their stars are ageing, so... Side bottom we go in the next few years. Penry's is their best player at the moment. He's forty nine. <laughs> like fuck. Uh, they and to add more salt to the wound, Dacos next year. The, whoever's got the number one pick is gonna is gonna call him. They're essentially they're all. I think they're already in a deficit for points anyway for draft picks. They're gonna have to go into like a major deficit and give up pretty much every pick this year. To take him, and there's
1: only a certain amount of deficit that's allowed, but even if he goes one, it's in the allowance of deficit.
0: And sorry, I said to add salt to wound, let's just add a little bit more. I'm 95% sure their pick this year is going to GWS from their future pick swaps. I'm pretty sure GWS have their their first pick this year, like, and they'll have GWS's. And what's that? What? what well, Collingwood stands at about pick four or five, five now, and GWS is what ninth. So there's this nine or ten.
1: And was that just a pick swap or what? Or was that include? What was that to do with a player in the past?
0: Uh, I don't know. I saw it, the the what do you call it draft order? They call it the um, indicative indicative draft order, and I'm pretty sure they had it there. So Collingwood have got a a bit ahead of them, but. Um, I don't know who's got it more ahead. The current Collingwood side... Sorry, the future Collingwood side. (laughs) What the fuck was that? I sort of sneezed. Uh, I thought you were about to go into an epileptic fit then. (laughs) That was... Sorry, I've just lost my train of thought. Who's got it harder? Future Collingwood or Carlton? Current Carlton. Um. Because they were and have been for a while... Fucking awful on the well, weekend.
1: I'm not sure that Collingwood's hit the bottom yet, have they? Uh,
0: their list was always better than what Carlton's shit list.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Collingwood haven't haven't completely bottomed out yet.
0: Oh, as in they've gone to last and we're we're really fucked? No, 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 no.
1: no. no what I'm saying is, at the moment, things aren't good for them, but it can get worse. Um, can it get worse at Carlton? Yeah. Can
0: I? I, 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 If I hear one more fucking expert say they've got a good list, I'll shit the bed.
1: They've got some really good players. Sorry,
0: on the weekend, um, who was the Pelican commentating? And he said, Carlton just need to uh, do this. He goes, they've got arguably the best spine in the game. I said, the fucking What? Guy's good. Can't kick a fucking rock punt to save his life, though. The guy went kicked around the body, dead in front, fifteen meters out. And then I realised why, because in the last quarter, it was twenty-five meters out to put him within three or four goals, and he's fucking kicked a point. Putrid. We're doing overrated down back.
1: Didn't they just say, sign Big H to a?
0: Before you do, or
1: reasonable contract. Well, he's,
0: he's is he leading Coleman? He is leading the Coleman.
1: Doesn't say much for the other goalkeepers in the league, does
0: it? Well, Texas too. This is a guy that no one wanted on. Like that should have been delisted. Like should have been delisted. But Carlton they got a lot of trouble ahead. Um, and volcanoes actually, f- probably I agree with him for the first time. If they lose to Adelaide, old Garth from Wayneswell could be. Tracking it back to the. Uh, I'd be, <laughs> the I'd be horrified
1: store. if we don't but if we don't win.
0: Oh yeah, I think Adelaide are a bit of cycling, Carlton. Like I said, I don't think Adelaide were ever as bad as what they were, and I don't even think Carlton were anywhere near their list. Remember when uh, Cripps they had this thing saying, um, uh, he was saying, "Oh, I reckon uh, people are underestimating us, and we're going to come and go bang." And what's wrong?
1: $1.63, Carlton, $2.28 Adelaide. Where's it being played? Pardon? Where's it played? Here? No, over there. Uh, our, trend, our, our brilliant transition committee still hasn't made a decision to tell us whether Adelaide can go and not have to quarantine on the way back. Or
0: <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that, that shit.
1: That fucking great committee, the... so
0: Sir, Sir Carlton who are below Adelaide. Carlton are four and nine, aren't they? Four and ten. Adelaide are above them. So, if they lose to Adelaide, yeah, I reckon he's uh, he's in a bit of strife. He might not see out the way. You're currently in the middle of a review. That's another thing. Yeah. How four, can, four and nine uh, in 14th. How can you have an external review in the middle of the season? <laughs> by people who have got
1: nothing. And didn't, didn't they say one time? Oh, but it's got nothing to do with the coach?
0: Who yeah. said that?
1: There's some fuckwit from Colton.
0: Well, uh, they, they, those players on the weekend didn't run. Like, and you messaged me and I said, their midfielders do not work back. Not even the slightest bit to help with the defence. Like, if you are Weedering and, and Liam Jones, you'd be like, can you guys just for once... Work back a bit and help us. Like, maybe just clog up a bit of that space. What, about, when what about that Lockie Whitfield run? Oh, where he burnt seven of them.
1: There's just a half dozen of them running through the guts or jogging through the guts.
0: He's run past all of them.
1: Not, and, but not one of them within 40 metres of the ball.
0: So, then you can, you can hammer the coach all you like, but when players are doing that... But then again, if players aren't working... Is it because they know they're not going to get pulled up on it? Who fucking knows? But Carlton are a rabble, and the next person I said says it goes. We've got a list that we should be top four or top eight. No, you don't. You've brought in bloody Zach. Zach Williams couldn't man up if you say to save his life. Adam Sard couldn't. He couldn't protect a woman from a fucking rain with an umbrella. He couldn't guard her. He he does not know how to man up. He just wants to find his own footy, which is why Essence said. Listen here, fuckwit. You either defend hard or you don't get a game. And this was, oh, I'm gonna I Reckon. And then you got Jack Martin who they're paying 800 grand a year to do fuck all. Tell you what, I reckon
1: they're gonna try and get out of Chera.
0: Wh- whether it's
1: oh but did you see if if Chera can come, who who's the player likely to go home? Petrezky, Satan or Fisher? I'm like, well, well, you need to fucking bundle them with Crips before you can get fucking cheerer. <laughs> you need to bundle them with Crips. Like, oh. now, but what's the go with Crips? It's
0: probably not, he's
1: not as good as what people think, maybe. Well, number one, he's not a leader. Is he capable of being a good player? Yes. But you can't lead a squad like that.
0: His disposal's not the best. Poor, poor prick can't kick a goal to save his life. 30 metres dead in front, and he'll, sh- he'll shank it every time. That's confidence, though. Yeah. You can't. What's that saying? Can't fly like an eagle when you're surrounded by... turkeys. <laughs> oh, that's enough Carlton bashing.
1: Nah, it's good.
0: Huh? I like it. You like it? Yeah. I don't think the Carlton supporters like it. Not that there's too many out there listening to us, but... um. This week, we've we've gone for a bit of a different top five. This week, um, a what? Huh. <laughs> the button's not working.
1: <laughs> that
0: was seamless. Sis. Made Absolutely. a fucking meal of it. This week's top five. <laughs> oh. That was fucked. You are fucked. All right, that, that's why we. As you can tell, this is a budget podcast. There's no producer. Um, we don't even know the buttons on our machine, what sounds they make and how they work. But uh <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking horrible. Oh, um, this week's top five, we're going gonna for something a little bit different. Um, we were going to do top five, I think, uh, full backs, you said. I yeah, said but, maybe, but you boohooed that. Yeah, it was boring as batshit. And then I said uh, maybe top five, dog shots. Takers, because of Toby Green's little dog shot, but no. Toby
1: was going to, Toby was going to be in the top four of
0: the five. That I loved his comment today. He said, "I'll just take the fine and move on." It, Can't say it's going to stop me, and I am not going to stop. <laughs> on the radio tonight, someone said, "Doesn't that doesn't that show the fines are pointless?" Do
1: you know do you know how much he's been fined in his career?
0: Thirty thousand dollars
1: from tribunal, not uh, thirty two thousand dollars.
0: Horror shit. Do
1: you know how much he's earned? A fair bit. Over five million. <laughs> so who gives a
0: fuck about the 32, which is a tax deduction? Which he doesn't give a shit. It's quite clearly, they're like, we need to stamp this out.
1: a It's oh, a tax, it's it's so a tax deduction. <laughs> Over his career, he's paid nearly two and a half million dollars in
0: tax. And he can deduct that off it. Of- we'll get to Toby Green's <gasps> son. Because that barrel was delicious. Actually, no, fuck it. We'll, do, we'll talk about him now. They interviewed him after the game. They said, so do you practice that barrel all the time? He's like, oh, to be honest, not at all. because I don't think I've kicked a barrel in years. It was a beauty. He's like, I went back and I thought I was going to do a drop punt. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to make it with a drop punt. I'm better off not making it if I go for a torp and not make it. But then he just hit it sweetly. But it didn't even look that good at torp, did it? Nah, it was nah, like a little wobbler It was, wobbler was tour, a wobbler. But it just it gathered momentum and went straight through the middle. It just took off. Brilliant. Love the commentary attached to it, too. <laughs> it, a goal like that is always better with good commentary.
1: And it wasn't Any. even that good of commentary. There was just the...
0: Was well, it's like Jezzelenko's mark. Kane Corns, once spot again, on. is actually spot on when he said the commentary and everything made Jezelinko. mark. Jezzelenko, be beauty. Yeah. If he just went, Jezzelenko, something like who knows, may not have been as good. But the other one is Member Modra against North Melbourne. McGuinness gives it all he's got. Maudreau! I reckon kids have been saying that over and over for 25 years. I don't think that mark was as good either. That can come back another time. Let's get into this week's top five. This week's, (laughs) there we go, we got it. This week's top five is the most underrated players currently in the AFL. Now, we could do underrated in history, but we might be sitting here for seven weeks trying to research who we think our top five underrated is. But um, who's going to go first this week? You can go. You
1: can go first. Let that bitch go first.
0: Fuck, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, right, mate. Get away from the sound effect fucking buttons. This week's top five is obviously, uh, like I said, the underrated players in the current competition. Um, and Just Quietly. I had about 200 on my overrated list, but my underrated list <laughs> wasn't that big. Well, I had a quite I had a, quite a big underrated list, and I had to whittle it down to five. And, and there's there's going to be some uh, some mentions I'll go through now. Um, one mention, uh, Jai Simkin from uh, North Melbourne, uh, averaging I think about 26 touches this year. Went up a level last year, A very underrated, never really hear him spoken of, but a very, very good player. And is he
1: underrated because he plays for North Melbourne? North Melbourne,
0: Melbourne yeah. yeah. Well this is it. And here's another underrated one. Um hasn't made my top five, but I think he, he won't be underrated in the coming years because he'll start getting big honours. But it's Blake Hardwick from Hawthorne. Oh great. Good defender. yesterday. He's he's almost doubled his disposals this year. Yeah. He's in that uh that running back defender, so breaking away, but hard as Hard as cat's going. head. <laughs> what? I've just never heard that. Hard as a cat's head. Yeah. Oh, I never knew cats' heads were a heart until I grabbed my cat's head and like put yep. a nail into the yep. into the wood with it. <laughs> I, I lost my hammer. Um, the, Blake, Blake Hardwick, um, very underrated, but he, he's a kid. These so
1: aren't yeah. part of your five, are these they? Aren't, these are. Oh, these are just, these my, are just uh,
0: special. These are my special mentions. Honourables. Um And. Actually, he was meant to be in my top five. What the fuck have I done? I'll just put him out there. Put him back in there. There we go. Um, oh, he's in your top five now. Yeah, I've just moved in. I wrote it wrong. I wrote oh. it the wrong name. Um, another one who I was going to try and sneak in the five, but not quite there. But uh, Braden Maynard from oh. Collingwood. Very hard. He's got this kick. Crisp oh. is the other one. Him and Crisp kick it no more than yeah. a metre and a half off the ground. And fucking thump the shit out of it and travels. Those two blokes are more Maynard because he's a bit younger. Are probably the Collingwood midfield of future. He's I would think.
1: But I reckon, like bordering on. I wouldn't like to say elite, but he is.
0: Well, his, uh, I think his, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, disposal efficiency. Yeah. His class is a. And he's just a fucking uh, a bull. Like a, like a real old, hard-nosed midfielder. He's so. another one, absolutely hard as. Anyway, enough of these mentions. Heads. I'm going to just launch into my five. Now, here's one that uh, you'll probably laugh at and a few people will, but coming at number five in my top five underrated current players mm-hmm. is a player that really s- goes under the radar because he's got a lot of stars in his side or a lot of um, midfielders like Ollie Wines, Boak, Robbie Gray. That's a, but coming in at number five is Carl Amon, for me. Very quiet achiever. I think he's averaging about 26, 27 touches this year.
1: Good user of it.
0: Good user. Very good user of it. Very composed when he has the footy. Uh, more importantly, though, he finds the, the in and under possession. So Carl Amon is number five in my most underrated. Coming in at number four, some say not underrated. I feel he is a bit underrated because of how many gun midfielders he also does have around him. Uh, but Lockie Hunter comes in at number four. Um, a consistent high-possession player uses the footy in and under again. Um, but another player who probably does not get the recognition that he deserves of. The only time the media really spoke of him was when he did his DUI last year <laughs> and broke COVID rules. That was the most they've spoken about him. But Lockie Hunter comes in at number four for me. Now, number three, um, some would say... Maybe not underrated, but there was a team that definitely underrated him hugely. Brisbane Lions completely underrated this fella so much that they delisted him. Adelaide picked him up for free. The Slayer, the Slayer comes at number three as most underrated for me because I thought he'd be on your list. He, if he's not, if he's not equal with Laird, he's just behind him at the moment as Adelaide's best player this year, and you could make a case for him being maybe up than layout at the moment because his clearance work hits the scoreboard, tackles and just is at every contest with pure aggression. Kesey comes in at number three for my top five most underrated. Now these two here, top two, I've been banging on about one of them for years and then this other one for probably the last 18 months. Coming in at number two, everyone's when they do talk about him, they say, oh, he's elite, but... Mitch Duncan, to me, is so underrated. And for years and years and years, he's played second fiddle to Dangerfield, so would, um, and then even before that, Bartell. All the older midfielders. Tell you guys what, they're going to miss
1: there. him with that. Uh, was it PCL? Yep. The weekend, maybe.
0: And was he going to be out eight weeks?
1: Yeah.
0: Almost season for him.
1: Br- brings him back at uh, for round twenty-three.
0: Bit like Robbie Graves. So, Mitch Duncan, they're going to miss Averaging
1: him. 24
0: at 80% so far this year. Only 24. Uh, you know why his average is down? Because he got injured a few weeks ago when he had about... He got knocked out cold, remember, yeah, in the, the first quarter. Yeah, the uh, Holman tackle. Which he had about 14 yeah. touches in that first quarter as
1: well. 100% my fault. <laughs> I brought him into my fantasy team that week. <laughs> Still haven't sent him a message apologising. But
0: Anyway, Mitch Duncan, number two in underrated. But my number one if this guy was at a victorian club they'd be talking about him oh does he play for the, the gold coast yes
1: uh, i've got him in my list too
0: in your list yeah not top of your list
1: oh i didn't I, i'll make i'll make the order up on the fly took miller yep
0: is hands down the most underrated player in the afl yep he His season average, I think, is over 30 at the moment. 30 at 70% 30 efficiency. At 70%. A tackling beast as well. Untaggable. Got no help. Was the tagger originally, remember? Yeah. That uh, famous duel with Zorko where he wouldn't oh, shake, yeah, the Zorko hands wouldn't shake after his Zorko wouldn't shake his hand. They being dickheads. Yeah. But Duke Miller is. They were being
1: dickheads or Zorko was being a dickhead?
0: They'll both be a bit dickheadish to each other. Oh. It was great to watch. Because then when they play it again, you are like, oh, he's going to be a more dickhead than the other. But Miller, absolutely killing it this year and does 100% not get any recognition because A, he's on the Gold Coast and B, he's playing a side that's losing. But if there's one shining light out of that club this year, it's took Miller, but they're going to have to uh, either give him a big contract or something because he, he's got every right to go, fuck this. I've been up here for a long time too. He was a part of the players that said... When Lynch, well,
1: he he led it. He was one that stood yeah. up and went, stood up and went, your shit, mate. Look. Yeah, you're gonna leave
0: us? Uh, go fuck yeah. We're not gonna sit here patting you on the ass. And a few players and officials went, "Oh, we can't can't treat a, a former captain like one of our captains." He's like, well, he's fucking he, leaving us. He was the captain at the time. It was joint captain though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah.
1: With the other bloke that fucking.
0: With the other bloke that left, yeah. <laughs> Stephen, mate. So he actually had the who at
1: the time. I was saying, well, those two are part of the problem, but. Probably hindsight says maybe they weren't. Maybe that'd be right. Because nothing's then. improved.
0: But to round out, yeah, Tuk Tuk Miller is number one for my most underrated player in the AFL today.
1: Mic drop. Oh. Might drop.
0: Over to you. Fuck it.
1: <laughs> Not sure that it was worthy of a might drop. But
0: we uh. <laughs> <laughs> always make me go first, so you can go. You can follow up and try and
1: tell you what you've. Uh, You've definitely done better than I'm I'm doing. I think it's funny when we talk about overrated or underrated. You say someone's overrated and people attack you. It's like, well, I'm not saying that that he's the worst player in the league. I'm just saying he's not as good as what you all bang on about. And same when you say someone's underrated. You could have one of the top five players in the league as underrated because they're only top five where they could be the best player in the league.
0: So mine... Thanks for that little... Uh, oh, I just had to clarify because you're going to be
1: critical of my selections. and oh, I'm going to be critical. Yeah, you're critical of everything else I do. So.
0: Well, uh, well, listen, the viewers will be critical because I've never seen uh, two guys get hammered for having goods at number one in our top five as uh, we did on our post the other week. Um, yeah,
1: well, we weren't making great bloke... Top five or making the best indigenous top five look. Like, exactly. Like, and he might be a good bloke. Because I've never
0: met fellow, but anyway get into the top five.
1: At number five, now this bloke is well regarded throughout the throughout the league and has been for a long time, but I still say he's underrated. David Mundy. What? He's underrated. Rated. Like I just said, this is why I <laughs> disqualified what I said. <laughs> He's a lot better footballer than than he gets credit for for his entire career. I
0: believe we were laughing at the fact that I was saying that um, someone said he was better than five. Who said that? <laughs> One of them on the, before the, what do you call it? The the couch or something? Yeah, right. Gerard, Gerard, Ger- 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 <laughs> said... Uh, you could almost make a case that he's uh, he's gone to number two at uh, Fremantle after Pavlich. I was like, um, there's a guy there that's won two Brownlows. <laughs> Forgot about him. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number five, David Mundy, continue. Uh,
1: number four, I've got a bloke, and I'm going to be criticised for this, but hearing... Uh, Nick Davis... Not Nick Davis. What's the Davis bloke that he used to play for Adelaide that's GWS now? Phil. Phil Davis. Yeah, add an eye in it. Hearing Phil Davis speak of Jacob Hopper the other night, he wrote to Jacob Hopper as the best midfielder he's ever played with. Excuse me? Yeah. So I went, well...
0: That's obviously good enough not... for my top five.
1: <laughs> so, so I thought, well... Obviously, the entire world underrates him. So, so Phil's got Jacob Hopper, in th- who's averaging twenty-seven at sixty-nine. He's averaging
0: twenty-seven.
1: Yep. Um, and Monday's averaging twenty-six at seventy-two. Yeah, new Monday's Susan. having a good year. Um. Next one I've got is number three. Hmm. Um, A bloke who, this is sort of my Tyson Edwards pick because everyone for fucking 10 years said, oh, geez, Tyson Edwards is so underrated because people are sheep. They don't have the ability to think of anything in themselves. And it's like, you can't say a bloke's underrated for 10 years and him still be underrated. So, Jared Lyons is my... Number three uh, Averaging 28 at 68 Clearly the Gold Coast underrated him Because they delisted him
0: Yeah Adelaide didn't delist him at the least No At the time Adelaide had a stacked midfielder And the guy just couldn't get a game
1: Yeah and
0: They said well we've got to get a few and the bloke, spots available and,
1: and the bloke that was the same type of player The accumulating One paced midfielder Won the best and fairest the year that we traded him. So, Sorry. so Matt Crouch, they... Oh. So, you know, hasn't turned out... Too shabby. ...that great for Matt Crouch, but... Hmm. but maybe he could go to St Kilda with his brother <coughs> next year. <laughs> we get a game for them, because we saw how good they were last week.
0: Crouch was good for him. Was he? No.
1: Yeah, that smother at the end, when... Uh, when Phil Uh it over his head. Did you see the...
0: let back to the top five champ. I thought he was just waving <laughs> at someone in the crowd,
1: Crouchy. Anyway, um, so he's my... is that number two or three? I've forgotten. That was three, mate. you your top three. five. Well, oh, I didn't number them. Um, number two, I've got Mitch Duncan. Oh, dunks. He's had, like I said, when you said him, he's had 24 at 80%. Um, Got knocked out by Holman. That's obviously cost his... Um Avarage. He's Avarage. But uh, clearly because of certain blokes in his side um he's well overrated, but clearly been a massive contributor for a long time. And so is that two, was it?
0: Yes. Did you have a look at my top five while I was having a shit?
1: No. No it's I a didn't. Lot and it's not a lie.
0: So who's your number one then? Took Miller. Oh. 30 at seventy. There you go. I agree with you. Yeah. No no reasons needed.
1: Yeah. But Took Miller became a favourite of mine when he stood up as a I think it was a twenty one or twenty two year old at the time when
0: did that long ago. Yeah. He said is
1: And when you got a um I don't know whether was Ablett still there then or had he already
0: nah, fled, to the, was fled to
1: the
0: cats? I think Ablett was leading the chorus of cock sucking. That's what got, that made him go, nah, fuck this. Yeah. I'm going to feed it to you boys. <laughs> if you're not with us, you're against us. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, he doesn't have enough, probably those people around him at the moment. I reckon he's just got kids and then... So,
1: my spe- my honourable mention...
0: You mentioned them first, mate.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm a non-conformist mate mm. um, uh, Noah Anderson as,
0: uh, as underrated Yeah It's the second year
1: Yeah I know But but because of the carrot head, <laughs> <laughs> Noah Anderson's
0: always going to be underrated I 100%, 100% agree And I said it earlier I said it I don't think that was as good as everyone says People fucking always jump down my throat
1: I'm not I'm not making a comment on him. I'm just saying Noah Anderson will always be underrated if he's always roused yeah. teammate.
0: Well if one of them leaves. I oh, wasn't he
1: gonna re- win a Brownlow after fucking three quarters of the first game last year or fucking
0: Yeah, he got nine votes in three games, but I think they weren't And did he? Hun- yeah. Oh that's what he did get in the Yeah. End. Oh. That's why I just went Nye. I think the old hype train got a bit too, too, too quick. There's one one game you got 19 posies and two goals. It was a good effort. Was it three votes? don't think so. But the umpires, when they see a fresh face, they went bang. So we're not doing most overrated. But, uh, yeah, there's our top five. There's this week's top five. (laughs) Next week we're going to have... Top five pronunciations of <laughs> fancy players' names. Actually, could do top five Rex Hunt names. <laughs> <for all the laughs> what do you used to call Camporelli? Camporeali. <laughs> Camporeali. <laughs> They're all weird and fucked up names. If you listen to it regularly enough, you'd know who he's talking about. Coulda could fought <laughs> <be. laughs> But if you were just tuning in, or be like, if he was what? doing Carlton games when Coulda
1: fought a he was playing. And he's made Ange Christo. He'd be like, "How many wolves have we heard today? <laughs> <laughs>
0: How many kicks has Christo had?" If you were someone that didn't know it, and tuned in, you'd be like, "Who the fuck's playing like, with thirds? Like, who are all these people?" Uh, but uh, that's that's the top five for this week. If you like one, it, good one on of me fav- if you don't. one of my fav- favourites Shrek's was not a well man,
1: John <laughs> <Sean> Wellman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you see that video of him at Mackers the other week? It's, mind you, at three a.m. he's. He's trying to get himself a Big Mac while he's on the sauce. Yeah, (laughs) lad. Brown, let's kick some down. And how's the roar of the 20 guys in there have gone berserk? Well done, Rexy. It was good. I miss those commentators like Rex. Actually, let's do this one. Best
1: best commentators. commentators. That would have been way better than best fucking underrated
0: five. What do you mean?
1: I just wasn't passionate about it, I'm not gonna lie.
0: Well, you were, and you were gonna be passionate about the full backs.
1: Oh Yeah. Better than a Dow defender.
0: Let's go to the top five taggers. Volcano. <laughs> Fuck off, Cameron Ling shits on that gun. Um what are we what are we looking forward to this week? We're looking forward to nine games though. Yes. I, f- I feel like I'm um, being presented a gift. From the gods this week, because we're going to get five games. Actually, I
1: see you're... So uh, we're going
0: to get nine games. We only got five on the weekend.
1: Yeah, I was disappointed last week. I only got five in the tips.
0: <laughs> what about... I uh, would have got more, but there was only five games. How's the crowd down in Launceston? Uh, First and Hawthorne.
1: Now, they were banging on about the crowd and, oh, see, this is... If if Tassie were given a side, this is how it'd be and... All right, it's like, hang on. All these people are Essendon fans. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with whether whether Tassie could support
0: a side. Well, the problem is the teams down there have never been... Hawthorne never would be supported There's never been a big supporter base of Hawthorne in Victoria. No. They do and
1: have the 10,000 they they the s- 10, Tassie-based members. Now? Yeah.
0: But... Um, I, but I have but a, it's
1: uh, also got more to do with the fact that Adelaide, or Fremantle, or Gold yeah, Coast,
0: or big, GWS. It never gets a marquee game. Yeah. There's never a, a Collingwood and Essendon down there. You put Collingwood and Essendon on in Launceston, you get 40,000. Yeah. It's, it's two big clubs coming in, and Essendon is a big club. You can see everywhere they go around the country, they've got a following. It's one team I used to go as a kid going, why well, is there so many Essendon, Essendon supporters at my school? Why well, have I got so many mates who go for Essendon? I could never understand it, but they've always had a big following. I don't know if it was their players or whatever. But um but like the crowd was huge. But and they were going saying, berserk.
1: But it was the quickest sellout in a tassie based game.
0: Quickest ever. Yeah. what they get did they have th- what was the crowd? Yeah I'm, thirty or
1: I'm not actually sure what that ground held, so let
0: me try and find the match report. Um but to come out of that game, Jake Street oh. had, had an absolute ball tear and good on him. Dusty, lo- dusky, dusty, dusty, lo- like some of the talk- Fuck off. Kerry <laughs> Lyon tonight has said, "You have got to pay him dusted money or or incentivise him." So, what about the other thirteen games he did? Fuck all this year. He's finally had one good game, and you want to give him money of an absolute champion superstar? Sorry, but um, yeah, you got to do that for the next six or seven weeks in a row. Uh, let's have a look at the. Let's have a look at the uh, crowd. No, I can't find the crowd. Are you looking for the crowd? No. What are you looking at?
1: Um. So he's played nine games this season. Mm. He's kicked twenty goals.
0: Oh, was that just over two a game?
1: But what did he do? Was it four or Kick five?
0: Four there. Four or five.
1: Right. So in so in Kick eight four. so in eight games he's kicked sixteen.
0: To two, yeah. As as your full forward is he not? Is he not the full forward?
1: He's averaging fourteen disposals at fifty six percent.
0: Give him that drafting money.
1: <laughs> to your man Gary's defense.
0: Oh, he had a fucking good game. But no, no,
1: but he but he also said if he wants four at that like but a cent incentivize the his contract where if you don't perform, you don't get paid.
0: What's just performing though? Goals, possessions. They've obviously got other things.
1: Numerous targets.
0: This week, uh, Thursday night game comes back. Thank God. I feel like we've been robbed the last few weeks of no Thursday night game. Brisbane, Geelong at the Gabba. That is a ball-terror start oh. to the week. That's a Thursday night treat. Like Thursday, when, when there's a Thursday night game, it feels like the weekend started. You watch that, oh yeah, I'll go to work Friday, and then there's another game. But the Thursday night game, that's a fucking ball terror.
1: Isn't the Friday night a ripper as well?
0: No. Oh. Richmond St Kilda. Oh. Not a ripper at all. Yeah. Uh, what? There's another big game. Essendon, the Inform Essendon versus Melbourne, who have faltered against... uh actually going to be okay. Yeah, I reckon it'll be a good game. Um... West Coast and Bulldogs over in uh Perth. That's gonna what be was a, a young fellow for the bombers that was clunking them all over the shop? Harrison Jones. Oh. Looks good, kid. For it's his second year, but first real full year plan. Yep. Um He's showing glimpses, but that was a good performance on the weekend. Oh Um You know who who would be good for the Saints at the moment? Old um, knacker Bag, Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, Nick Hind, yeah. Yeah, they uh not only... They didn't trade him out. Yeah, they did, didn't they? I'm uh, pretty sure he was delisted.
1: No. I'm
0: sure of it. Delisted. I reckon they picked him up as a... Uh, a delisted,
1: de-listed free agent.
0: They didn't even have to use a draft picket to get him. Dodoro. Done it again. Striking gold. Uh, Dodoro's done it. Is he stepping down? Or moving into a different position? I heard that uh, Dodoro's on the way out.
1: Or is he footy, becoming footy boss or something?
0: Yeah, I think he's doing that. Really? Um,
1: Jeez, imagine working for him <laughs> in that role, head of recruiting. Or, is he list manager or head of recruiting?
0: No, nah, he's the list manager. Um, so he oversees all of them. Just trying to see whether Nick Cohen was delisted. Um... We'll look it up another time, but I'm um, very certain he was delisted, not traded to, to Essendon. But uh, someone St Kilda could probably use it at the moment, a bit of run-off half-back. Any anything else exciting to talk about that we've seen this week that we need to...
1: Well, I got a phone call from the, from the New Zealand consulate today.
0: You fucking what?
1: I had a phone call from a Kiwi fellow that <laughs> drinks at the pub.
0: Oh, Kiwi gas?
1: Yep. <laughs> and he wasn't happy with some news, Olympic news for the Kiwis. What's that? That a trans weightlifter has been picked in the New Zealand Olympic side.
0: <laughs> this is the, the uh, former male, now female Yep. weightlifter.
1: Formerly known as Gavin. Now... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, what's wrong with the name no Gavin? I'm just, I'm just picturing this bird at the bar walking up and saying, "Can I please have a champagne?" And then, Is that fucking you, Gavin? So
1: Laurel Hubbard won silver at the 2017 World Championships, won gold at the 2019 Pacific Games, broken arm at the 2018 Commonwealth Games in Australia. I think that was in Queensland. Can't you know, remember whether it was Gold Coast is or Brisbane. Laurel
0: Hubbard, the female version of Gavin yes. Hubbard, I
1: okay. guess. Um, competing as Gavin set national records in junior comps in weightlifting.
0: So he was already a weightlifter as a male.
1: Well, it was junior. I'm oh,
0: oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Um,
1: yeah, he was a junior <laughs> male. Junior male. Um, transitioned eight years ago at the age of 35.
0: Better late than never.
1: And has been eligible for Olympic selection since 2015 after the rules were changed.
0: And those rules are that it has to be under a certain level of testosterone, I believe.
1: Yeah, and, and do you have to have a certain amount of estrogen levels in your system as well? No. I don't think so. Just no. low testosterone.
0: Where are you going with this, denial? Well hello
1: I just it's hard to accept that a 90 kilogram former junior record-breaking champion junior weightlifter male can be allowed to compete against women in weightlifting. Maybe I'm not woke enough.
0: (laughs) Woke? Uh, Look, it's a very interesting and political thing you brought up and I think we need to discuss this in a very serious manner. But um, it's like me all of a sudden going, I think I'm going to be a woman. I'm going to go box as a 150,000 kilo woman. But really, I'm fucking not.
1: Wouldn't be too many in your weight
0: class there? This is the whole Hannah mousey bullshit. For starters, did I just say Hannah Mousy? What's the... I don't know. What the fucking.
1: I'm not sure what her former name was.
0: See, I know Danny Laidley's first name. Dino. <laughs> but this is how the stuff, it doesn't, re- it doesn't get brought up anymore because she's fucking shit. <laughs> like, have you seen the way it kicks the footy? My, my daughters can kick a footy better than her. They're, they're but, eight and six. But the And then she's saying, they're not picking me because of the rules, isn't it? Well, well, the rule is in place firstly. You're not a fucking female. You're a male with long hair. And you're gonna come out and just go against women half your body weight? And you're in, in her situation,
1: would we would there be the angst criticism against it if she was five foot two and sixty kilos? Probably not.
0: that—that that is the problem, though. Yeah, and like if 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 this was a a, a five foot eight, tiny woman that's transitioned after being a male, yep. probably wouldn't have a big issue. But you're fucking not. You're bigger than fucking most bloody AFL players right now, and you're going out there smashing these poor women. Fuck off! Sick of it. Now you got this weightlifter. This weightlifter. That's a, an accomplished male weightlifter. Oh, but I really want—I've always wanted to be a female. Oh, Forty-three years oh, I've old. I've always wanted to win a gold medal too. Oh, I can do the—I can hit kill two birds with one stone here. I can get me gold medal in my vagina. I'm doing both. Doesn't work that way. You want a cunt? Give up the gold medal. You can't do both. <laughs> Rant over. Did you bring this story up to bait me, or <laughs> no? I've. Could have yeah. Anyway, um, I don't think it's a debate that's going to go away for a while. But uh, I can tell you what: if Pop and Valium drop off, wins the gold medal, and uh, the guts don't fall out the ass, uh, there will be a bit of, uh, oh. there will be a bit of uh, um, people criticising the fact that.
1: Where's Ben Simmons going to be playing next year?
0: Oh. Melbourne United. <laughs> Jeez, they fucking hammered the brick. What are you? What are your thoughts on Benjamin? Well, so so. Whoa. The, but anyone that's not a basketball enough. He's center. They, they were fouling him, correct? Because he couldn't shoot his fouls. So they yeah. were like, every time it's close, let's just foul this brick, and he he wasn't making his his fouls. And then he can't shoot a three, yeah. and he can't shoot anywhere unless he's laying it up. And he hasn't been laying it up of late, from what I have seen. So, he's copped the brunt of Philly are out because Simmons is shit.
1: Petraka's Patraka, come out in his defence.
0: I think he's come out to say to Embiid, you're his teammate, your dog cunt, and you've just yeah. hammered him in a press conference after Doc Rivers has tried to defend himself and deflect the fact that his fucker probably didn't coach the best either. <laughs> and uh, he, he's throwing Simmons under the bus. They've all heaped him under the bus. Do you know how much chance there is of him playing at Philly next year? Um, zero, zero point, point zero, zero percent yep and uh was it wojo one of them one of them tweeted that they reckon that they'd be happy with an end of first round pick for him just be on his yep. way
1: did you see the replies from Philly fans on that so what was that yep take that no worries done ah, really get it done
0: Jesus but he's never it's weird, even though when Simmons burst on the scene, he was still copping heat the moment he was starting to do any any well. why yeah. his own fans. Philly have on have him from the moment of the get-go. Fucking get out of there, Ben. Go to a club that appreciates you. He's not a shooting, obviously a shooting guard. Yeah. He's your drive to the line. Put him in a team that needs that player and he can do his dunks and do whatever. Here's me sound like I know what the fuck He's I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: But he's not the worst number one pick that uh, that they've that the Philly have drafted in the last five years.
0: Well, there was one that couldn't even shoot, and then he went to uh, where did he go to? Did he go to Dallas? Faults? Yeah, Mo. Uh, and then he broke. did his knee this year after starting to play. Oh, did he? He started playing good, but he signed a new contract. and Was playing well, but uh,
1: yeah, Danny Ainge played that beautifully though. Picked him up. Made Philly believe that they were he wanted Fultz, he wanted Fultz, he wanted Fultz. did a trade. They took Fultz and he took uh, Jason Tatum.
0: Oh, is that how it worked?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: just quietly. Probably the better one out of the two would have thought. Ah, correct. Well, we've uh, we've dribbled shit long enough. We've even gone to uh um female slash male Weightlifting and now a bit of basketball. So we've, we've expanded our horizons today. It's
1: Olympic weightlifting, mate. Like
0: it's we should do some Olympic shit coming up soon. Hey, hey. Bit of,
1: bit of shot put talk, maybe? Bit of swimming talk? Uh, there will not be sh- any <laughs> shot put
0: talk. <laughs> i got a real quick shot put story to uh, end, out, end out the show. This
1: is going to be. I don't know lifting. if he listens to whatever,
0: but we were doing. I was in year three, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, the year three or four. I say high quality <laughs> shop No, no, no. <laughs> this is me shot putting. Yeah. We were told we had to, like the rest of our class or something, went on an excursion. I don't know why. For some reason we were help- helping out one of the teachers with the year seven, like, sports day, not sports day, um, Sapsaza tryouts. Yeah. And we wanted to use the shot puts <laughs> and a fellow by the name of Simon Maslin. <laughs> the teacher said, no, you're not doing it now, you can wait. And I think he thought it was the end and we could do it. And he picked it up. And to his credit, launched a fucking huge shot put. Unfortunately, nailed, someone. nailed a girl by the name of Rebecca on top of the head.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> and how it didn't knock her out, I've got no idea. But just the teacher's reaction when it happened, she was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> my my job is fucking gone. <laughs> but I just remember after, they <laughs> just said to him, as a kid, I was like, oh, gee, you, you threw it a fair way. I didn't think she was that close. <laughs> Dead set. Smashed it on the top of the head and just folded like a fucking deck chair. And it was like, oh, this isn't too bad. So, Simon so Maslin, if you're listening, you missed your calling card, mate. Commonwealth Games Olympic golds were, were up for grabs for you. You threw it further than you thought you could. Put it. <laughs> Let's close this out. Good, good chat with you, The Denial.
1: I'm glad we heard that shopping story.
0: Fuck up. See you, guys.